Well, we see this every single day. And some of us do this every single day. It used to be really bad, but we kind of improved a little bit. But now my perception is uh, it's getting bad again. It's called littering. Yes, throwing trash on the ground. So this episode's all some serious trash talk. And yes, a rant about our favorite kind of people. Stupid people. Trashy people. Litter people. Get ready for it and keep it in your pocket, okay? You can throw it out later on. From this episode of Street Curb Curiosity. Now, you know, so many of these podcasts are, you know, informational, trivia, some fun stuff, a couple of jokes here and there. This is one of the few that is truly going to be a genuine, real rant. I mean, seriously, paper, cigarette butts, empty cups, hell, and even the brand new item that's on the ground everywhere. Some are blue, some are black, some are gray. Masks. Masks on the ground everywhere. It's a litter world. Yes. And studies show that the more litter there is, the more people actually litter. Uh, It's an evil circular situation. And it's also very hard to say the word litter about six times in one sentence. You see, litter, it's like peer pressure. You see litter, you have to litter. It just goes on and on and on. Matter of fact, 81% of littering is also intentional. It's not like, oh, where did, I, where did I drop that napkin on the way home? Oh my God, I lost my mask someplace. What's going on? 81% of us, 8 out of 10 people intentionally throw this shit on the ground. So you thought about it, you thought you wanted to do it, and you did it. Not an accidental drop whatsoever. The people who are the worst? People in cars. 53% of all littering occurs because you bastards driving around, you know, you, know, you people listening in the car right now to this podcast... Eight out of 10 of you, well, 53% out of the eight out of 10, do the math, are throwing shit out the window because, you know, you kind of want to because it's a problem. Next group, pedestrians. Oh, I hate pedestrians. 23% of all litter comes from people walking up and down the streets. Yes, indeed. Oh, well, let's discuss the real estate industry. Or what the hell, just property owners for that matter. Litter on the streets drops real estate value by, oh, Why don't you guess? I'm just not going to come out and tell you. Come on and guess. Matter of fact, I may use this as trivia for a promotion for this podcast later on. Alex, the answer is, what is 7%? Real estate drops 7% in value. It does get a little more complicated than that, as homeowners actually think their property value drops about 20% because of litter on the streets around their abode. And over half of all real estate agents think it drops the property value Yeah, a ballpark about 10%. But you're going to lose about 7% per the stats because you got empty styrofoam cups laying in the driveway. There you go. And by the way, just so we're all on the same page, we should not confuse this podcast about litter with kitty litter, not cat litter. Matter of fact, we spend $10 billion a year on kitty litter. Can you believe that? Here in the United States. Okay, some quick cat trivia. Cats walk like camels and giraffes. Did you know this? They move both of their right feet and then both of their left feet and then both of their right feet. No other animals outside of camels, giraffes, and cats walk this way. 
There, you've learned something. Now, back to our original rant about the original litter conversation. I saw a few answers for this one, but I, I, candidly, I think the research department of this podcast has really gone to seed because these people don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, actually, it's me. I've, like I said, I saw a few different answers, not really sure which one's right, but there are a few things that uh, are at the top of the pile, so to speak. What are we talking about? The biggest piece of trash litter that the litter bugs toss. What is it? It's drinking things, cups and bottles. But then I saw that it's really plastic bags. The most common item are plastic bags that you would use like in a store. But then I saw it's cigarette butts. Supposedly, cigarette butts make up about half of all litter that we have on the streets. And then I saw data that says it's really fast food wrappers. The biggest tossed group out of cars and out of your hand as you're walking down the streets. Do you remember the styrofoam containers for burgers they used to use back in the day? I mean, you knew the ones with cheese had, you know, they were yellow and the ones without cheese were white. Now it's all paper wrappings now. But in order, it's paper, aluminum. Can, I, can you say that? British voice? Al aluminum. Aluminum, glass, and then plastic. And no, I'm not going to edit that out because I'm going to attempt to say aluminum again later on. So I'm not really sure which one it is, okay? Something you drink out of, could be a plastic bag that you carry that thing in, could be your cigarette butt, or it could be, uh, you know, that wrapper from your favorite fast food place. So each and every one of them is really bad. And if I had a real research department, I could tell you which one's the worst, but they're all really kind of bad, okay? Okay, now let's move on. How long do things actually last out in the wild, out in the streets? Well, once again, the research department, shall we say, was slightly substandard. Actually, there's a lot of different answers to a lot of different things. For example, a piece of paper. So you write down on a piece of paper, you want to listen to this episode, Street Curb Curiosity, capital S, capital C, capital C. Then you put the paper in your pocket. Then you pull it out and you go, I don't want to listen to this podcast. Their research department sucks. You decide to be a litter bug, like 80% of the rest of the world, and throw it on the ground. Well, that piece of paper is going to last yeah, about two weeks. Banana peels, about four weeks. Cigarette butts can take five years to break down. I did see up to 12 years. I also saw just a couple of months. So we kind of went with an average number of about five years. Degradable plastic bags, about 10 years. Other plastic, about 450 years. And glass, this is the big one, glass a million years to completely break down. And a lot of that's per pen dot, by the way, the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation. Garbage in a landfill, most of that decomposes in about six weeks. Plastic straws supposedly take 200 years. Tires, about 2,000 years. And if you're sitting there listening uh, to this podcast while you're eating a tangerine or an orange, those peels are going to take about six months for them to decompose. And by the way, did you hear when they opened up Beethoven's tomb, what they found him doing? He was decomposing. But that's a whole other topic in another podcast, of course. Look, it all sucks, okay? And again, I don't know. To me, there's really two reasons. One, as we talked before, it's, it's just people being lazy. You know you're going to do it. You don't want to take a walk. Oh, my God, there's a garbage can over there 10 feet away. 
ah, the humidity is really bad. I'm just going to throw it on the ground. And the second, just as bad, is you, I don't know, you just got a really piss poor attitude. Fuck the world. This is my way to show that I really don't care. I'm in control of my destiny. So I'm going to take my empty bottle of Diet Dr. Pepper and throw it on the ground. But all you really do is you're screwing everything up for yourself. Oh, and I'm going to call out the crew that do this the most. Okay, you're ready for some hate? The largest group of litterers, 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 can you tell I'm from Philadelphia? Litterers, 18 to 34 year olds. Yes, a nice little cross section of you bastards and Gen Z and millennials. Three out of four of us admit to littering, too, in the past five years. Three out of four of us, yeah, yeah, I've done it. Yeah, I kind of threw something on the streets. I can't remember the last time that I purposely littered anything. I mean, of course, you're going to lose things. I lose stuff all the time. But I mean, purposely going, yeah, I'm going to throw it on the ground. I can't remember the last time. Can you? Oh, by the way, which country litters the most? Okay, so we're throwing young people under the bus, but where do they live? Well, the most garbage is from the United States, then Russia, then Japan. Japan, by the way, is also the world's largest recycler. Then Germany, then the UK, Mexico, and France brings up uh, the end of that list. And the most common place to litter is a public park. You know, uh, benches and beaches and, you know, things out in the wild like that. Anywhere where you're going to go like, I don't know what the hell to do with this napkin that's got ketchup all over it. So I think I'm just going to throw it on the ground. Last year, the United States of America spent about $11 billion trying to clean up litter. And I don't know, $11 billion? Not bad, but when I walked down the street today before I recorded this podcast, there was shit on the streets everywhere, you damn litter bugs. Oh, and speaking of that, the term litter bug. Yeah, that kind of sort of started supposedly with the New York the New York City subway system. They're going to get some credit for that catchphrase. Yeah, it appears it started in an ad campaign there back in the 1940s. British Columbia also had that in a few of their PSAs to the Canadian population. A PSA is a public service announcement, in case you did not know that. The Keep America Beautiful campaign... Well, that launched back in the early 50s. Even uh, PennDOT, as we mentioned earlier, the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, they got into the act kind of early, too, and started using the term litterbug. Oh, and see if you remember this. Remember the Crying Indian TV ad? It actually came out in 1971. It was a, you know, a landscape of a Native American crying when he sees a litter across you know, the open fields. The phrase was, people start pollution, people can stop it. Man, that TV ad was huge. It won a bunch of awards, posters all over the place from it. They beat the death out of it. And I actually think it was probably one of the better commercials I've seen in a long time. Ding, ding, ding. Some trivia for you about that particular commercial. The actor who played the Indian is a guy by the name of Iron Eyes Cody, C-O-D-Y. Really interesting story in this guy. Actually, he was paid to be in many films as an American Indian back in the 50s and 60s, of course, 1971 commercial. He even claimed he was actually Native American. He was an Indian. But after he died, I believe it was his sister who kind of ratted him out and said, yeah, not really. He's really Italian, uh, Sicilian to be precise. So there you go. The magic of TV at it once again. Some other phrases we use to try to get people to stop littering. Remember the phrase, people start pollution, people can stop it. 
that it was actually used back in the 70s. Uh, the slogan being used today, don't litter, it makes the world bitter. <laughs> I actually really love that. Don't litter, it makes the world bitter. I have not seen that anywhere on anything. Uh, other ones are pitch in, put trash in its place. Uh, we also have the Great American Cleanup, which is now in, uh, I think it's an annual event now, and it started back in 1999. Plus, we have Earth Day, all these different things we're trying to do to clean up the planet. Oh, and here's a term for you as well, plogging. Have you heard of plogging? P-L-O-G-G-I-N-G. It started in Sweden in 2016, and it's actually the action of picking up litter while you're jogging. You're out for a run, you see something, you pick it up, you throw it out in the garbage can. I actually do that now. You know, I'll see a, an empty bottle or a cup or a bag of something. And you know, normally, at least here in the streets of Philadelphia, I'll give these guys credit. There, there's always a garbage can not too far away. I'll carry it with me, you know, a block, and then throw it out. Some American groups, as a matter of fact, even picked up on plogging and now incorporated into a, a couple of 5K runs that you'll find across the country. Now, one of the ways we can stop some of this is with recycling. But uh, what can be recycled? Well, steel is the easiest. Then aluminum cans, aluminum, I promised you that. PET plastic bottles like soda bottles and stuff like that. Newspapers. Newspapers? Newspapers? Don't even get me started on newspapers. Why? I, I, I'll just stop there. I was in media for a lot of years. I'm going to have a lot of hate on that one. But why? The least recycled item we have is plastic. We are just too darn lazy to separate and put things into the blue bin. That's all I can say. The stuff we do recycle, well, there's a problem there, too. So you're one of those, uh, shall we say, better-than-average people. You put all your recyclables in the recyclable bin, including those newspapers. And uh, only about 9% of that actually even gets recycled. Yes. So you go through all this problem, you have the recycling bins, you separate all the shit out, everything is wonderful, just to learn that 9% of it is actually recycled. Maybe we can do better than that. And also, what can't be recycled? Well, pots and pans. Plastic grocery bags can't be recycled, which is why, in my opinion, you see some cities... I think even some states trying to ban them to get rid of them because they just like float all over the place and they just can't be recycled. They don't go away. You can't recycle batteries. You can't recycle pizza boxes, bubble wrap, styrofoam, needles, light bulbs, containers with uh, food, containers containing food. Yeah, you see this a lot everywhere. Capped water bottles. If you're going to throw a bottle on the ground, if you're going to throw it in a recycling bin, take the damn cap off, okay? Or even drinking glasses cannot be recycled. Whew. Well, literarily speaking, we're leaving a lot of litter along the wayside with this podcast. Say that fast a few times. So there you have it. The only thing that can stop litter, you know it, it's you. Well, and of course, it's me too. And those people over there that have been staring at you for listening to this podcast, those people too. Yeah, and one thing comes to mind specifically when you think of this podcast. You've heard this phrase many, many times. Garbage in, garbage out. Well, we're out of this environmentally friendly and focused, rapper-free episode of Street Curb Curiosity.